0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from wt 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: <clears throat> nice to have you with us this morning on the Morning Drive. Well, that was pretty good last night, Mr. McGuire. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So... You know, I'm it's glad. Basically
2: what happens when your quarterback doesn't throw a pass further than what, thirty yards through the <laughs> air from where he threw it to where the receiver caught it, and your offensive line decides that they're gonna block like a wall <laughs> and your defensive line says none shall pass and Leighton Van Der Esch decides to play to be the second incarnation of Zach Thomas. Yeah, it's really easy to win football games even when your kicker misses four extra points in the game.
1: You know, there, there really wasn't uh, a whole lot of negative other than that. Uh, but, man, that was uh, quite a spectacle last night, uh, Jamie, for the Dallas Cowboys, who advance onto the divisional round to take on the San Francisco 49ers. And they win over Tampa Bay 31-14, send them to the exits. And uh, for the Cowboys, they win a road playoff game for the first time in uh, 29 years and 364 days. It was 30 years ago today that they won a road playoff game. Last prior to last night, and that was in San Francisco. Okay. So I mean, that's a uh, that's a long stretch in between. Uh, in it between. is
3: quite a stretch, but that probably had, probably can give them a little bit of credit in saying they played a lot of home playoff games in that stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had lost yeah. uh, they had lost eight road uh, playoff games, yeah. and they'd had, they'd had some first round exits uh, yeah. from.
3: And when you're on the on the road, you're the lower-ranked team and all that good stuff. Sure,
1: sure. But still, I mean, it's... uh, Yeah, you're right. It it was uh, impressive what they did last night. Cowboys uh, on third down go 7 of 13. Shockingly, Tampa Bay was 10 of 18 on third down. Uh, Dak Prescott, as uh, Jeff said, was uh, very efficient. 25 of 33, 297 yards for him. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys uh, generated... Five touchdowns from Dak, uh, one by him running and four passing. And the Cowboys only commit two penalties in the ballgame, two for 15 yards. I mean, when you only commit two, and then when you go four for four in the red zone and uh, score all your touchdowns, then you're going to win a lot of football games. uh The—
3: Really, the difference in the football game is, the, the to me, it's the offensive line. I mean, Tom Brady never had time to throw. Dak Prescott had all the time in the world to throw. I, I mean, I don't, I don't care what level of football we're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's about the offensive line and the defensive lines. No question. And Dak the Cowboys' defensive line was terrific. Mm-hmm. Dak was, I mean, hardly pressured. The one time he was, he rolled left and uh, threw a touchdown pass in the end zone, which I thought was a terrific but terrific play by him um it just you know I I I didn't think the Buccaneers were a good football team we saw a bad football team last night um we felt like going in that the Cowboys defensive line would would have their way and they did and I mean I don't think Tom Brady's great like he used to be I still think he's good but I, I mean it's just you can see you can take any quarterback in the world and if you put them behind a crappy offensive line it just does not go well yeah. and that that's i mean and and you can take a very average quarterback or maybe even below average quarterback and i'm not saying Dak is that but and you can still win behind a good offensive line he'll he'll find open receivers and he'll have time to survey the defense and see somebody coming free but it's um you yeah, know that to me it was the offensive lines of the two teams were the difference in the game.
1: It didn't start out well. Both teams uh, with two very very quick three and outs, you know, and uh, I guess you know just getting settled in. I mean, if you, I was thinking about this last night while I was watching the game, and, and then thinking about this morning. And if to me, and and this will probably get dismissed, but I thought, I thought the play of the game that got the Cowboys rolling. Was the roughing the passer call that gave them a first down, kept the drive alive. Uh, this came in Dallas's third uh, series, and it culminates with the Dalton Schultz uh, 22-yard pass from Dak Prescott with 6.28 to go in the first quarter. And from then on, the Cowboys rolled. I mean, okay,
3: I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you. I would say my play of the game was the Cowboys getting off the plane. Uh, the Buccaneers <laughs> are a bad football team, and the Cowboys showed it. I mean, you got to play a below 500 team you in did. the playoffs.
1: But you had to play Tom Brady, and you had not beaten uh, him, and you had to kind of slay the dragon a little bit, and you had to <laughs> overcome Jeff's negativity. <laughs> all, all those, all those, all those things. But sure. but you're right. It was a. It's a bad, bad football team. So do you, you changed, do you change what you saw about the Cowboys last night? Or do you just look at this and go, well, <clears throat> that was a bad football team. they got to play the San Francisco 49ers yet. They're a really, really good football team. We'll see what happens.
3: Yep. Yeah. 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 And I give the Cowboys a chance. I do. I give them a chance. Because I, I, th- I think we've seen the Cowboys at times can play at a really high level. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought they did, did some of that last night. It's just, I mean, that was their Nichols game.
1: Okay, that was their nickel scheme, okay. okay? Well, here's the thing though, too, and this is the other thing I was thinking about last night. I don't even. I
3: don't care if Tom Brady was the quarterback or not. I mean, they're a bad football team.
1: Right. And here's here's the other thing I was thinking about last night and this morning is that how many times have we said Cowboys need to put a team away or need to, you know, dominate a football team and we said this about, you know, the tech basketball team and they haven't been able to do it. And and last night they did it and you can say well that was your nickels game or your your incarnate word i'm surprised you didn't say incarnate word because that's Mm -hmm. that's a team that's really on your radar in terms of you know the cupcake you know uh layup games that just seems
3: like we play them in a lot of sports
1: nickels or incarnate word incarnate oh yeah no no doubt i think i think uh i think they're going to be a member of the big 12 before it's all said and done Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be disappointing yeah the 14th 15th team
3: i definitely come away last night i mean pleased because i feel like maybe it allows the cowboys to settle in a little bit um and not and kind of kick off playoff nerves by getting the the gimme first round game Mm -hmm. and that helps when you when you go to san francisco this upcoming sunday right Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
2: yeah. You also have a short week, uh, one day short, but still a short week to have to get ready for that game. So you don't have as much time to be happy. You've got to get back to work today, mm-hmm. getting ready for San Francisco. Oh, they were working
1: mm-hmm. last night on the way home. I'll bet you because.
2: So they maybe, had
3: actually two days less than the Niners.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they had to go all the way to Florida. And now they got to go all the way to the West coast. So they're going, they're going boing, boing. I mean, don't. No, I mean I know I know that they get to, you know, flight charter and it's a little bit easier and but still you gotta you gotta go. You gotta you gotta move from now left to it right. That takes time right away right from on.
3: practice yeah, time yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Travel all days, all that. Mm-hmm.
1: All those all those things. So was that the end of Tom Brady last night or do does he come back and play for somebody else, do you think?
3: I think he's gonna come back, yeah.
1: And play for somebody else. Yeah. Um Reese says this. Exactly, Jamie, I've believed that for years. But Brady looked and sounded defeated last night. Blake got in really early this morning. He said, good morning, guys. I strongly dislike the Cowboys, but I'll be the first to admit they played a hell of a game. Does this specific game officially end Tom Brady's career? Does he come back to see if he can end on a good season? Yeah, I don't think he's going out like that. Be interested to see where he goes. I mean, there's several teams apparently that are interested in him. I guess Tampa Bay would be, but... They didn't look like a team that's on the verge of winning anything.
3: I don't think there's much chance of him coming back to Tampa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 6-10 this morning on the Morning Drive.
0: This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: We are rolling this morning. We are smooth as silk. It is January the 17th, 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire with the Stan Sports History.
2: Fairly certain I'm wearing cotton today, though. Okay. So, just lack went, of silk over here.
1: Just wanted you to know that it was, just felt like it was just rolling down the rails just very, very smoothly this
2: morning. He's put
3: the pressure on you saying you have to be silky smooth.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we're in trouble. Uh, 1934, New York Giants reward National League MVP pitcher Carl Hubbell with a huge $18,000 contract. Today, that would be roughly just a little shy of $400,000.
1: Okay. Well, I think Carl Hubble would be asking for more than four hundred K based on that.
2: Today, guess. yes.
1: But this is also 1934. Sure. That's a chunk
2: of change then.
1: Well, times weren't really that good
2: in right. 1934. I mean, that's a chunk. <laughs> uh, 1953, Australian Championship men's tennis. In an all-Australian final, Ken Rosewall wins his first Grand Slam title beats Melvin Rose six oh six three six four. Nice. I guess it's Mervin Rose, excuse me. Not Melvin. There's no L there. Uh, a year later, in nineteen fifty four, the fourth NFL Pro Bowl took place at LA Memorial Coliseum. Eastern Conference beats the Western Conference twenty to nine. Chuck Bednark, Philadelphia Eagles linebacker, here
1: MVP. They name an award after him. So he's pretty good one of the reasons i brought it up yes yeah okay <laughs> 1970
2: 350 baseball uh, three excuse me 357 baseball players are available to the free agent draft mm. very glad they got rid of that that's just weird 1988 afc championship took place at mile high stadium Denver Brown goes, Denver Broncos beat the Cleveland Browns 38 to 33. This is the fumble. Browns Ernest Biner at uh Denver three yard line with 112 remaining. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh.
1: It's still you can still I mean, I had no skin in that game either way, but I was rooting for the Browns only because I didn't like the Broncos. So that was the only skin I had in that game, but man, that was uh toughy.
2: Nineteen ninety-three AFC Championship took place. Joe Robbie Stadium. The Buffalo Bills beat the Miami Dolphins twenty-nine to ten. And a very young Jamie Lint was running around very happy today.
3: That's right, rubbing his fifty-cent piece the whole game.
1: <laughs> was it a lucky fifty-cent piece? Mm-hmm. You still have it?
3: Mm-hmm. You I don't it? rub it for Bills games anymore. What about back in the day when I could watch every single game because mm-hmm. it was on my local channels? That's what I did. My right thumb what rubbed the 50 cent piece for did you rub the candy off of it yeah no
1: what about um like for a red raider baseball game do you use it for that
3: i i mean i really uh, my hands are busy okay (laughs) okay i gotta keep my book and i know your pins and stuff like that Mm
1: -hmm. i just didn't know if you carried it with you
3: i do not okay i have it though
2: and shortly before this happened in 1993. The famous locker room speech from Jimmy Johnson after the 1993 NFC Championship game where they beat the San Francisco 49ers 30-20 to 20 on the way to the Super Bowl. 1997... NBA suspends Dennis Rodman indefinitely for kicking a cameraman.
1: That's <laughs> just crazy that he did that. I mean, he is—he was a whack job. He probably—I uh, think he still is a whack job. I would assume so. Yeah, he's a really good player, though.
3: Dude could rebound. Man, he could rebound. So, and it- so quick off his feet to jump again. I mean, he was always tipping the ball to himself. Yeah.
2: And in 2012, LeBron James becomes the youngest player in NBA history to reach 20,000 career points during the Miami Heat's 92-75 victory over the Golden State Warriors. James, at 28 years, 17 days, passes Kobe Bryant at 29 years and
3: 122 days. He's going to break the NBA scoring record. That's cool. I mean, he's a <laughs> phenomenal player. What are
1: you What are you laughing at?
3: <laughs> Just the way he knows how Jamie, much I don't like LeBron. You know, it was the way Jamie player. put it. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Well, he had a phenomenal night last night.
3: Yeah, 48 points and zero turnovers. That's, That's incredible. crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, don't you feel like if 10 years ago or 15 years ago, if somebody was about to break the all-time scoring record that it would be a bigger deal.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: what the NBA has done to itself. Absolutely. I mean, they have run it into the ground.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all you would be hearing about. I mean, it would be huge. It would be huge.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, LeBron, you kind of made this bed. Yeah.
2: It is National Hot Buttered Rum Day.
3: Um, I'm
1: out. I, anything that's got like butter in it and stuff like that, I'm just, I'm just out. Remind me never to make
3: cookies for Chuck again. No. Does hot buttered rum have butter in it? Yes. Really?
2: It's dark brown sugar, unsalted butter, uh, honey, ground cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, uh, a pinch of salt, spiced rum, boiling water, and uh, cinnamon sticks for garnish. It just sounds like too much butter.
3: Where was the alcohol? Where was the rum? The
2: the, uh, uh, spiced rum i didn't hear spice
3: drum this is just off the top of his head chuck
1: i know i know i saw that i saw him just like ching 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 and i was like wow that's impressive no, i
3: could see him looking at a computer screen and there he clearly <laughs> pulled up the ingredients right fearful that one of us would say what's in that well, well no, no I,
1: I could have it right now yeah, he knew that was gonna happen i was that's, prepared that's called yeah, it's called
3: preparation the, it's i like the, it
1: part of the smoothest silk operation that mm-hmm. we're running here today mm-hmm.
2: uh happy birthday to one of our favorites Tom Stone celebrating a birthday today, 57. Happy birthday, Coach Stone. Jim Carrey, 61. Steve Harvey, 66. Michelle Obama, 59. Dwayne Wade, 41. Zoe Dachanel, 43. James Earl Jones, 92. Kid Mm. Rock, 52. Maury Povich, 84. Uh, Trevor Bauer, 32. Chili Davis, 63. Tanner Shepard's, 36. And Joshua Molina is 57. And on this day in 1966... A B-52 bomber collides with a KC-135, which is about the size of a Boeing 707 jet tanker, over the Spanish Mediterranean coast. And four H-bombs are dropped from the wreckage. They were found in tomato fields and grasslands and riverbeds in Spain, with two of them having their non-nuclear explosives detonate, spreading plutonium across the southern tip of Spain. The fourth... 70 kiloton hydrogen bomb fell into the mediterranean an eyewitness account of a fisherman who was off the coast and saw the accident happen directed the investigators to about a one mile air search area where on march 15th the submarine spotted the hydrogen bomb sitting on the bottom and on april 7th it was recovered damaged but intact hmm. and that is this day in sports history you yeah. know that was not the first nor the last time that we accidentally bombed spain
1: okay. uh let's see 653 this morning here on the morning drive take your thoughts and comments on the yates flooring center chat line go to double t973.com for that or the mobile app and um presented by happy state bank and uh, look forward to uh, hearing from you today on the benchmark hotline at 806-771-0973 that's 806-771-0973 crazy to think that it was 30 years ago when uh the cowboys beat the 49ers and you had you know that very young and talented team that was on the verge of winning a super bowl and jimmy johnson's screaming out the how about them cowboys um, Troy Aikman said this about that. He said, um, basically, it wasn't um, it wasn't the highest. Let me get the exact quote here for you. He said, "It may not have been the ultimate moment, but it was our finest moment." And uh, he said that one of the things that was uh, that had happened during that is that he picked up one of his teammates' son. Um, because uh, he was running around in the locker room, and Jimmy had called everybody over there. He had Jim Jeffcoat's son Jackson, who was very young, and he just happened to be in the locker room. And Aikman was holding him because Jimmy wanted everybody to come up to listen to him speak. And he said there was no lollygagging with Jimmy. Um, when he got up to speak, it was important everybody settle in. He goes, "So I just picked
0: him up to make sure he wasn't running around." <laughs> <laughs> This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Thank you for being with us with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. All right, here's the uh, the menu of things today. It's, a, it's an extremely busy, busy day. We'll have the uh, Friendship Girls and Boys uh, taking on Midland Legacy. You know them as Midland Lee. Uh, that'll be at 6 o'clock on Double T 97.3, and the girls game is first, and then the boys to follow. Uh, Midland Lee... You, easy task tonight for the friendship girls.
3: Uh, legacy yeah. is <laughs> I. I'm pretty confident that the Tigers will come out with a couple victories tonight. Okay, yeah. all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, like for the JV and the and the varsity. Well, I was going
3: with the varsity girls okay. and varsity boys. Yeah. Okay, but
1: you're thinking nobody
3: really cares about the JV. I know. I know. Well, we do. except
1: me. <laughs> we, we do. We care. Yeah. We care.
3: Yeah, and the rest of the parents too. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. right. It's not just one. Not just about one. There's, mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. few others as well.
3: I had to laugh at my daughter the other day. She's like, I'd like to know what the other matchups in the district for the JV teams are. I'd like to know, you know, like how the Midland teams do against each other and mm-hmm. how the Odessa teams are. And I had to tell her, I was like, hey, nobody keeps track of what the JV's doing. <laughs>
1: Thanks for thinking about that, though,
3: <laughs> right? Maybe she could... she's, she's worried about the upcoming matchup oh, okay. or whatever.
1: Like... A scouting report, is that what she's wanting?
3: <laughs> I was like, I don't think anybody pays <laughs> yeah. attention to
1: well, that. Well, you know, maybe a little cottage industry for her then. Uh, the Lubbock <laughs> Cooper boys uh, travel to <laughs> yeah. Abilene Cooper. Uh, that'll be a 6 o'clock broadcast time on 100.7, the score for that game, and then the, the boys will follow at Abilene Cooper tonight.
3: Yeah, Cooper's got to make sure that they're not looking ahead towards Friday night. there yeah and, match with Monterey
1: yeah and I'm sorry the friend, friendship game against Midland Legacy is on uh, sunny ninety seven seven today Correct. not not Double T ninety seven three because we got Texas Tech and Baylor can't 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 push that aside you know yeah. got mm-hmm. gotta, gotta, gotta have them right mm-hmm. here, right the mm-hmm. Red Raiders. so you'll hear Legacy and friendship girls and boys on sunny ninety seven seven tonight at six Cooper, Evelyn Cooper and Lubbock Cooper. Uh, from Abilene tonight at 6 on 100.7. The score and then the big game tonight, Texas Tech and Baylor uh, from United Supermarkets Arena. The broadcast time at 7. Tip time is at 8 o'clock or about 8.02 uh, tonight. So it should be enough time for you to go home, get out of your work clothes, get a little dinner, grab the lucky lady or your buddy down the street and head to uh, the arena tonight uh, for uh, a matchup between two teams that maybe... Man, a lot of people had a lot of expectations for, especially Baylor. I mean, they were picked to win the doggone thing. And here they are. They're not at the bottom of the heap because that's where Tech and West Virginia are, but they can sure see it from where they sit, right? They can see the bottom of the heap more than they can see the top of the heap. Um, And they still pose um, a very powerful punch. I mean, when you look at what they did to Oklahoma State, they had five in double figures. And they weren't like just barely in double figures. They were like deep ended excuse me i was looking at the plus minus um they had four four in double figures and they were just barely in double uh, lj Cryer had 16 12 each for flo tomba and uh, jalen bridges and then 11 points for adam flagler uh they did uh, shoot the three ball they were nine of 24 so that's one above their average in big 12 play they scored 24 26 points in the paint gave up 24 and uh, turned the ball over just 11 times uh, meanwhile, Oklahoma State turned it over just ten times. So uh, Red Raiders uh, hopefully will get uh, a full compliment of everybody today, a full kind of look at everybody. Uh, you'd certainly love to see more production any production out of Daniel Bacho tonight. Uh, and maybe that's just a function of being sick and weak and
3: oh I, I think it's absolutely a, a factor, mm-hmm. but I you know if it, it feels like the farther we're away from that. Remember that was that illness happened what um, like right around Christmas time, maybe
1: getting, late yeah, late think, December.
3: Yeah, it was it was before the TCU games, before the first conference game. Mm-hmm. So you would think he's getting healthier and healthier, and uh, just we just need him to be a bigger factor because he was. He, I mean, he's got the potential to be a terrific player, like he showed early on in the season. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it was really wasn't. I I don't I don't know what we saw on Saturday night, but he looked angry from the get go. He looked like he was not in a good emotional place, and you saw him jawing with longhorns, and it looked like that got to him a little bit, and it just took completely took him out of his game.
1: Uh, the other night, Pop Isaacs led the Red Raiders against Texas, and that lost with 23. Um, Davion Harmon had 13, 12 each for Jalen Tyson, and Cardoz Amak. Uh, Tyson had a double-double, 12 points and 14 rebounds. Man, he is He ended up fouling out, but boy, he he put on a a great show, 36 minutes and 49 seconds. I thought it was the best game
3: he's ever played as a Red Raider, considering the level of competition, being on the road, you're playing all that good stuff.
1: And you need need him to perform again tonight. Hell, you need all of them to perform tonight. Uh, Here is uh, the head coach, Mark Adams. He just talks about taking on the Baylor Bears tonight we're seeing our team now start to move in the direction we want it to move and and uh, you know we hope it's good enough to, to beat a very good Baylor team they've got some momentum now they've won some games they were the preseason favorite they've got great great talent got a lot of experience back best three-point shooting team in the conference one of the hardest teams to guard because of their quick guards and and uh, you know we're a little bigger so we have to it's going to be hard for us to chase them around but uh, we'll have to keep a hand up and keep them shooting those threes and uh, but yeah we're looking forward to it, and you know, it's a big, big game against Baylor. You know, he talked about what you talked about about an hour ago with regard to their shooting, uh, their three-point uh, shots, and how you're going to have to get out there and defend them.
3: Yeah, they—they've. Uh, it feels like during the Scott Drew era, they've been terrific outside on the perimeter uh, with their guards that could either shoot or or penetrate and get inside the lane and and those are areas right now that defensively you've not been doing a great job with again i thought you were improved on saturday against texas but uh i still think you you need to work there and and so to me that's one of the keys of this game and not allowing baylor's guards guards to just uh take over and uh, do whatever they want
1: you would think <clears throat> you would think your rebounding will improve i mean it's not terrible although you're getting out rebounded by about two per ball game in conference play 34 to 36 a uh, Baylor out rebounds their opponents so far 35.6 to 31 um they're getting more offensive rebounds Baylor is than their opponent uh, the Red Raiders slightly less uh three less than their opponents so maybe second chance points is a is a factor uh tonight a little bit uh, along with points in the paint you, We'd probably really like to see Davion Harmon uh, continue to drive and see if he can get to the free throw line, wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And and Harmon has been, he's been aggressive looking for his shot over the last couple of games and not settling for outside shots. And he's doing a good job uh, attacking. So, um, yeah, I've I've been really pleased. Uh, you heard me talk before conference season started about. <clears throat> I didn't know if his skill set would you know, play well in conference play when teams didn't, because so much of what he was doing in non-conference play was in the open court, you know, on fast break opportunities and all that. But I think he's doing a good job picking and choosing and trying to attack and not, not dribbling so much on the perimeter.
1: So here's here's the big number to watch out for tonight is free throws. Baylor this year in conference play is averaging 23 made free throws a ballgame. game.
3: It's a big number. They
1: have shot 152 free throws. I've not gone through game by game to see if there's a big number that kind of just sets them aside and, and that kind of throws everything off. But I mean, the fact that they have shot 67 more free throw attempts than you, just attempts. And in terms of made free throws, they've made 117. The Red Raiders have made 59. So Tech's averaging 12. Is that is that a function of being reluctant to drive? Or is that a f- function of Baylor scoring, you know, 80 plus points a ball game and, and, you know, working themselves to the free throw line because they've been more aggressive than Tech. But that, that's just something to maybe watch out for tonight. If you have a team that's expecting to get to the line, I mean, even if they expect to get to the line 20 times or 18 times and you're getting there 12 or 14 times, I mean, that's, that's enough to win ball games, uh, quite obviously. Yeah, it could be. And especially, Mm -hmm. especially combine that with the, with the three-point shooting, so you've got to make sure that you don't foul them and <clears throat> give them easy points uh, at the free throw line. And I'll be, I'll be really interested to see uh, the impact today or tonight of Fardos AMAC with Daniel Bacho in the lineup at the same time. What, what's that do for you? How's that help you? Mm-hmm. You know, does that help you defend a little bit better? Does that help you get some easier points in the paint? Because it's, it's, it has seemed like at times that it, this, for this team to score, it's been a real effort.
3: Yeah, and absolutely.
1: They, and you'd like you'd like it to be, at times, easier so that in every possession, you're not just, like, having to work your tail off to to score two points.
0: The Morning Drive Podcast from Double T97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit.
1: All right. Your question of the day, sir.
3: All right, we're going to NFL today. Okay, it's a two-parter. Oh man, Chuck hates the two-parters. Well, I
1: just just you know, mm-hmm. struggle with the one-parter. So <laughs> mm-hmm. when you throw in the second parter, there's...
2: well,
3: you grabbed six of them yesterday. I think the first parter is the e is really easy. So okay. I think we can all guess Chuck's answer. Um, which game this weekend do you think will be the biggest blowout, and which of the four games do you think has the potential to be? the closest
1: i think the 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 blowout game is uh chiefs hosting the jaguars although i don't think you should look lightly on the jaguars because i i think they're truly playing with house money and they got nothing to lose they're playing the chiefs in kansas city against patrick mahomes you know anything they do especially after coming back from being down 27 nothing anything they do saturday is a huge positive I think the game that has the chance to be the best game and the, and the tightest game is probably the other captain-obvious game, uh, Giants and the Eagles. I, I thought what Daniel Jones did the other night was just nothing short of, of fantastic. I thought the Giants looked really, really good, very fluid. Uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be interested to see how the Eagles play with Jalen Hurts, presumably back at quarterback, and what he's able to, to do against that Giant defense. So Saturday, I think, is a big day.
2: This is going to sound nuts. (laughs) And I accept that.
1: I mean, when we say things sound nuts, I mean, there's a pretty high bar for that. And some
2: of this could just be from what we just saw. But if the Cowboys play like that, your biggest blowout is going to be Cowboys 49ers.
1: Well, he's really drinking the Kool-Aid today,
2: isn't he? If they play like that, that's the best the Cowboys have played all season Mm -hmm. last night.
3: I think we goofed on him so much last week about... Being such a negative Nancy. Right. That he's just flipped to the other side. Right. Other side of sanity. (laughs) To insanity.
2: I do think Chuck's right that the closest game is going to be Giants-Eagles. I would not be shocked for that to come down to an overtime field goal. Like that kind of tight game that it takes the second drive of overtime and a long field goal to win it
1: well so yeah
3: okay I'm going with Chuck on the Chiefs over the Jaguars and I'll even go with Chuck I would not use the term but I do feel like all the pressure's on the Chiefs I, I do feel like the Chiefs are kind of feel like hey we've you know, we, we surprised some folks by getting into the playoffs. We had a great comeback. Um, you know, it's not going to feel like a failure for them if they lose that game. You're talking
1: about the Jaguars?
3: Yeah, the Jags. Yeah, I'm not going to say playing with house money because that's like saying it doesn't matter if you win. I mean, you're playing in a win or go home tournament. Sure. It matters. You you want to keep winning, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, so, uh, But I think that's going to be a blowout. I think the Chiefs should win that game pretty easily. Uh, I actually think, and and I hope I'm wrong, but I actually think the Eagles this week off was probably huge for them, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Getting Hurts back and healthy and all that good stuff. So they handled the Giants pretty easily the last time they played. So I feel like Philly wins that game easily. I, I, I think it's Buffalo and Cincinnati is the the big game. most entertaining okay. game, the one that you flip a coin could go either way.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I think that'll be – there'll be a lot of emotion in that game because of what happened the last time these two teams played. But even though that game was in Cincinnati, they didn't get to finish it. Um, and then uh, – I
3: then, think for the most part, a lot of that is past, though. Okay. I, I mean, if it was back in Cincinnati, I think that might be true. Okay. But I, I think Buffalo's played a couple games now – you know, I mean, they got punched in the face last weekend. They that should be a wake-up call for them. So, um, I, I, I maybe the seeing the Bengals and those players and all that brings it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You, you, you might be right, but I think for the most part that that's kind of passed. Okay, the time uh, to get down to business now.
1: Cowboys and 49ers. I mean, we're gonna. I think it'll be a good game. The, yeah, we're gonna hear about the, the 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 pass matchups. You're gonna you're gonna see the catch. You're gonna you're gonna see you know you know Jimmy Johnson screaming how about them cowboys you're going to uh the whole i mean the whole thing i mean it's uh it's all it's all there i mean and and, and those are those are historic kind of rivalry matchups in the playoffs that that's a that's a matchup you want to see cowboys and the 49ers i mean that is that is appointment television lock the doors don't let anybody in you know unplug the phone or turn it off that's the you know sit down and watch Three hours of NFL football. <laughs> right? There, there is nothing.
3: <laughs> nobody does that. Nothing. Nobody, nobody. Nothing
1: getting me out of Nothing. There's nobody. nothing.
3: Nobody unplugs the phone, or not unplugs the phone, but shuts the phone off. You're right.
1: Yeah. You're right. It just. Yeah. It just kind of felt good to say it, though. You know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but, I mean, I, I mean, think yeah. that's. But I mean, this is coming from the guy who does the group chats during his games. Right? During the. uh KU basketball games with your. Oh group? yeah, I
1: yeah. got my buddies. Yeah, we got yeah. got my, got my buddies. Yeah.
3: Do you have a Chiefs group chat too?
1: Uh, my mom texted me a lot during the Chiefs game. Okay, she, well that's that's good of you then. She she'll text me during. Do you think we can win? <laughs> 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 uh, don't and I, I've got a couple of buddies I I, I text with during the uh-huh. during the Chiefs game too. So.
2: I mean, I guess I did text Jamie during the Cowboys game last night.
3: Yeah, Cowboys aren't my team. What? Why did he text you? I'm just curious about the kicker. Because
2: <laughs> Brett Maher couldn't yeah. find the field goals with a map and a flashlight in the first half of the game.
1: I didn't. I've just. I'm not allowed to bother Jamie outside of work hours, so I I I've stayed away from you. Whatever. <laughs> Seven thirty-seven this morning, here on the morning drive. Uh, somebody asked this question. If we get last night's Dak Prescott next weekend, do you think we win? Yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're. Yes. Worse. That's yes. the
2: Dak Prescott we've been looking for. hmm
3: mm-hmm. uh, If, uh, Dak Prescott accounts for five touchdowns, mm-hmm. I think you win.
1: Yeah. All for your team, not any for the other team.
3: I don't think Dak Prescott is going to, I mean, you're going from, One of the worst teams in the league to the hottest team in the league. I mean, the Buccaneers are terrible.
2: But the Dak we got last night, he wasn't forcing the issue. He was taking what the defense gave him. He was And the defense gave him whatever he wanted. (laughs) You also didn't see him try to do too much. It it wasn't a situation where he was trying to put on a cape and be the superhero. That's not his role. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the best play he made was that uh, when Tampa, I want to say it was the third quarter, when Tampa Bay made the blitz, he picked it up very quickly and knew immediately where to throw it, had a very quick decision. Had he held onto that ball for an extra f- two seconds, he'd have had a guy in his face and, and been hit. But because he got rid of it quickly and saw where the blitz was coming from, it was like a seven-yard throw.
3: But it got the first down. He moved the chains all night. Nobody is debating Dak was great last night. I'm just saying it's not going to be as easy against the 49ers.
1: Uh, Coach Jones had a conversation with Dak Prescott uh, before the ball game last night. Apparently, he said this to him. I talked to him before the game, and all I said was, absolutely do not take risks. Be aggressive. Okay. There was no question before this game Dak was going to have to win it for us to step out there and go and be the difference. He did. He was, he's, it served notice to everybody, including his teammates, including himself. There you go. There you go, that's from uh, from uh, Jerry himself.
3: So make an early prediction on the Cowboys and Niners. And you're allowed to change this on Friday.
1: 28-20 uh, Cowboys.
2: 35 28
3: Cowboys. I got about a 27 20 San Fran.
1: Okay. Wow. 7 40 this morning on the.
0: It'll be a fun Monday for you too if that happens. Morning drive, yeah. No, as long as the Chiefs win, too. Yeah. <laughs> Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. It's our pleasure to have you with us this morning from the First United Bank Studio. Look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark hotline as well is open at 806 771 Uh, We get this, Jamie. Looking forward to the backtracking by Sneed today as he was adamant the Cowboys would absolutely lose versus Brady just like every other time they had gone against him. That might be interesting.
3: I agree. That I might am. might be interesting. Hmm. Uh it should the, be fun. You GIFs. should tune in at twelve <laughs> o'clock on one hundred point seven the score. Yeah. Yeah. And he's
1: already uh his New Year's resolution not to rant is already over. Is that my understanding?
3: Uh, Clint said he got him to rant twice yesterday. <laughs> twice. Hey, I will give Chris Need credit because he was scheduled to be off today, mm-hmm. and his schedule changed. Okay, and even after he was proven extremely wrong, mm-hmm. uh, he's coming into work today. So, okay, okay, Yeah. So he's, he's. I guess he's facing the music.
1: I guess, I guess he's to quote him. Tired of being right. So the Cowboys um got right last night. So he's wrong on that.
3: Tired of being right, so he just decided to be wrong one time. Yeah. yeah that's smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit.
1: Uh, this from otherwise
3: he otherwise as far as radio host goes, he's like the Alabama, you know, <laughs> right. of radio hosts. Just, just, like, been... just always winning championships. It gets boring. One after one after one after one. <laughs>
1: Uh, interesting tidbit America's team Dallas is now tied with Green Bay for the most playoff appearances in National Football League history and I don't know if this is accurate tied for most playoff wins with New England uh, I saw one deal that said the Cowboys had one more win than Tom Brady did but anyway I'm not I'm not fact-checking everybody this morning because we're as to quote one texter, uh warm and fuzzy I don't know if you're warm and fuzzy, but I think Jeff and I are warm and fuzzy this morning.
3: I I mean, I I really liked what we saw from the Cowboys yeah. last night. I think they have a shot this week. Mm-hmm. I this Sunday, I just as one of you said that the Cowboys are the way better team. Um I'm not buying into that. Mm-hmm. And That was
1: Jeff, I believe. <laughs> said that
3: I I feel like this um this matchup, this level of competition is going to increase dramatically. It is.
1: It's a step up. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Syntax Hank reports in. He said over the weekend turned the big 73. Feels the same as 63 did. He said it's all good in the hood.
3: Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Mm. I wonder what 63 feels like. Hopefully it's really good.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm 62, but I'm, you know, yeah. I'm feeling. Well, that's weird. why I was I was yeah.
3: asking for a friend.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know in uh, in, in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, 1993, w- were you in Lubbock yet? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was here. Um, that's the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game. It uh, was in January, This on this day, on this day in history. In 1993, um, Beanie Babies uh, were a big rage. You know, Choice Woodman has—I don't know if he still has a big, huge supply of them, but known to known to be a staunch Beanie Baby collector. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's going to fund his children's uh, college on that. Um, also, you had the big uh, doings going down in Waco. With uh, David Koresh and his band of brothers. Man, that was a horrible, horrible thing uh, that took place. Anyway, so there's, it's just, it's, you know, it's weird when you kind of look back in time in 1993 and what, what transpired there uh, with the Cowboys last winning a road playoff game. So I was, I was here. Mm -hmm. I would, I had not, I had uh, not started. My relationship with the lucky lady when the Cowboys S won a road playoff game. Interesting. So that's how long ago it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I knew you'd find that interesting. Uh, this a job Chuck should never have. Fact checker. <laughs>
3: <clears> this <throat> is not our style. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, you can't be a fact checker when your catchphrase is
1: "never let the facts get in the way, way of the a good story." story. <laughs> catchphrase. Yeah. Catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. says weren't baby babies weren't big yet. They were starting to become big. They weren't all the rage so uh this with uh, regard to the uh prognostication with regard to mr sneed's appearance on 100.7 the score today during the bottom line there will be some type of spin just like his proclamation that texas tech would get worked by ut he spun that with a but ut went on a 20 to 4 run to take the lead suggesting that was getting worked okay
3: Mr. Sneed is—it's like he's Mr. Negative Nancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Bobby Hot Dogs wants to know if anyone knows if uh, Brett Maher is on his way to Thailand yet to uh, join Coach Kingsbury. Man. Man, that's that's a little rough. Uh, what yeah. did you think of what? Okay, so let me ask you this: uh, Apparently, and I've seen some a couple news stories on this. Jonathan Garibay tweeted out during the Cowboy game some video of him kicking field goals. What what did you what did you think of that?
3: I don't think of it at all. Okay, I
2: didn't
1: think that was very becoming.
2: <laughs> My first thought was if he'd made those during spring training, he would have been the Cowboys kicker.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: or not spring training. I'm sorry. And, say football teams don't. Have yeah, spring. if he had made those during uh, training, training, camp. training camp, training camp. There you go. Yeah. He would have been the Cowboys kicker, mm-hmm. but he didn't make those kicks during the right. training camp.
1: I felt like he was dancing on Superman's grave there a little bit.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's. I, fair. I, 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 I didn't mean, really like that. It's I thought that was a poor uh, look for him. Yeah, I agree. It's a, um, it's a fraternity. Yeah. And I, it, him, you know, doing that when that guy's struggling, and I think all of America felt bad for the dude. Yeah. It's a bad look for Caribbean. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Think, I, think I, I told you I didn't think much of it because I don't. I'm not looking at Twitter during the mm-hmm. game, so I never saw it. Mm-hmm but uh yeah that's a bad look for him
1: yeah uh choice says this he protesteth a bit too much he said staunch is a bit of a strong word <laughs> okay well <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> staunch is a bit of a strong word it is it is um so we'll see we'll see uh we'll see what happens there Uh, somebody says this, does Chris need just not like the Cowboys? No, he loves the Cowboys. He and Stephen A. Smith will have to eat some words today. Great entertainment ahead today. Getting my popcorn ready. That from red Raider,
3: Charlie. I know the Cowboys struggled at the end of the season. I I know they've lost to Tom Brady a bunch. Okay. But how could you watch that Buccaneers team the last half of the NFL season and think the Cowboys aren't going to win that game?
2: Because I saw a Cowboys team that almost lost to the Texans and a Cowboys team that did lose to Jacksonville.
3: Okay, and you're just skipping over a Cowboys team that beat the Eagles.
2: You had, of your last three weeks in the regular season, you had one good
1: game.
3: Okay, how many of the Buccaneers have?
1: I don't know, but I mean, I, I just know this. The Cowboys hadn't been able to put anybody away all season long. At least it just didn't feel like. I felt like you finally put somebody away um, in, in a big moment at, at their stadium, and they were kind of, I think, just, I think they just kind of assumed that Tom Brady was going to be Tom Brady and, and the Cowboys exposed him. But he hasn't
3: been all year.
1: I know, but I mean, you know, 90-something million of those people hadn't watched those games, you know, because they'd been obscure. I think people just assumed that Tom Brady was still going to be Tom Brady. and he-
0: This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.